Time to heed the call for financial freedom. This is the Audible Advisor Podcast with Spiros Vasilakos of Athenian Private Client Group. Hello and welcome in to the Audible Advisor Podcast. Glad to have you on the show today. I'm Ben George. He is Spiros Vasilakos, president at Athenian Private Client Group in the Tampa area. I know Spiros, we always think, hey, our advisor is there to help us invest, help to save our money. But really, you guys and girls do a lot more than that. And and what I think is you know, remarkable, I don't know if there's any other professionals out there, like any profession that touches like every area of your life, right? You have doctors that deal with your medical and, and whatnot, but you guys are there whenever something big happens in your, in your life because it always impacts you financially. You know, I, I always tell everyone we have a dual profession. I mean, obviously we're, we're, we're financial advisors and we're helping people, you know, better their lives when it comes to their, you know, preparing for their finances, but we're also psychotherapists as well. Hmm. I mean, you know, at the end of the day, when you have life changes and life events, something happens in their life, you're not really uh, talking about their finances first. You're actually just making sure that, you know, they're okay and, you know, make sure that you're there for them, you know, emotionally. At the end of the day, I, tell uh i tell everyone i said look you know we're financial advisors but at the end of the day we're we're also individuals that are there for them emotionally and and spiritually yeah and, I, and, and that's why today we're going to kind of touch on some of those major life events and you know some areas that that really you work with your clients on when there's some you know some real big needs and a lot of these have you know a lot of emotion that weighs in so you want to be smart about your decisions and it's always good to have someone there that can kind of help you uh, think logically through a lot of these and help you kind of pay attention to what's most important. So that's what we'll do today on the show. If you have questions, again, the audibleadvisor.com is the website. You'll find all of our podcasts there, plus a link to contact Spiros there on the website. But if you want to call it 727-754-8418. Let's start with the job change. Obviously a big change in anyone's life. If you begin a new career or change companies, there's a lot of stuff to think about. And, and no matter you know the reason for the change, what do we have paying attention to here, Spiros? And, and what would you be talking to your clients about here? Well, you know, the, the big question always comes up, you know, is what, what, you know, what is it I should do with my 401k, you know, while, while I'm changing jobs. So, you know, I tell individuals, I said, you got really three options. Okay. The first option is, you know, you can actually keep it you know, at, at your previous employer, um, you know, and the reason why people would do that, and we, we always explain that, you know, if you plan to take money out at age 55, uh, it might be a good idea for you to maybe keep it there. Um, you know, you can actually start taking uh, an income from it uh, without a, a 10% penalty as if you were to take money out of a traditional or Roth IRA account, you know, you'd have to wait until you're 59 and a half to do that. So that that's really a, a big benefit, uh, possibly keeping it there. The disadvantage, and when we talk about the disadvantages, you know, unfortunately, you have nobody managing it for you. And you actually have very little options, you have to go with the options that the 401k uh, actually provides the custodian provides. So those are really the, the two disadvantages. Uh, your other option is you can actually transfer it uh, to your, your your new employer if you want to. So if you're you're the type of person that likes to keep everything in one place and you want to consolidate, you can actually transfer it over. Uh, it's a tax-free transfer into your new 401k plan. And 
you know, your final option is, you know, if you really want some more control of, you know, where you want your money to be invested, you want it to be managed, you can actually roll it over uh, into a traditional IRA account. Now, keep in mind, a lot of these 401ks have a, a Roth feature to it, and it's a, a Roth 401k. I always recommend uh, if you're going to make a contribution into that Roth 401k, it's probably a better option because, as you know, you know, with Roth uh, 401ks and rolling it over into a Roth IRA, you get all that tax-free um, benefit where, you know, all your returns are, are tax-free. So, you know, just, uh, you know, keep in mind, those are the three options that you have and, you know, talk to your financial advisor. And if you don't, uh, like I said, you can always uh, contact us and we'd be more than happy to help you. All right. Job change up first. What about a divorce? I know more and more people are getting divorced at a later age too. We already know the divorce rate's already high in the country, but more and more people are getting divorced closer to retirement. How does this impact uh, people? And I know this is so emotional. So, you know, the financial side of this can be can be huge for people uh, for their future. It's a big financial strain uh, for both parties. You know, to be honest with you, we do talk to our clients about, you know, how to actually protect yourself before divorce. I think that's that's where you really have to start. That's a it's a very difficult conversation, but we do get questions, you know, what happens if we get a divorce? You know, what you know, what are the steps that we need to take? First thing is if you're a financial advisor, you really have to decide which client you're gonna to want to work with. I, I find it very difficult, you know, to work with both you know, uh, individuals while they're going through a divorce. I, I think it's a conflict of interest. So you're going to have to make that decision. But for the client, you know, there are a list of things that we, we talk about. First, you want to obviously hire a divorce attorney, right? So if you're going to get a divorce and you're planning to do that, you know, you should both hire uh, separate divorce attorneys. It shouldn't be the same uh, individual unless you're actually thinking about going through some sort of mediation, right? You know, the other thing is, you know, either you hire a financial advisor and, you know, like I said, one or the other is going to have to hire most likely a, a financial advisor to help them out. Uh, you know, you want to make sure that you open up a, an individual bank account. Uh, you want to make sure you inventory your assets and your debts. You can do that with your financial advisor if they're doing financial planning. You want to evaluate your insurance needs, right? So remember, you know, you're no longer going to be the beneficiary of your ex-spouse's uh, insurance policy. So you're going to have to decide, you know, how you want to do that. And you're also going to have to decide who's going to be the new beneficiary of your existing insurance policy. Uh, the other thing is you want to monitor your credit because this is one of the biggest things that uh, people don't understand. When you get a divorce, um, it, it does affect your credit and it can actually affect your credit negatively because you may find out that your spouse might have had over exceeded on one of their credit cards. Uh, and then all of a sudden now you're responsible for that debt as well, right? So it, it is going to affect your, your credit. And the last thing that I tell people is, prior to actually maybe getting married what you should start thinking about is a prenup and if you if you don't want to do a prenup and that's going to cause a big issue then you should start maybe talk about while you're married maybe talk about a postnup agreement uh so those are the two things you know those are all the things that i actually would recommend but Again, it's a very difficult conversation, but these are the conversations you need to have. Do people ever come to you uh, for the first time while they're going through a divorce? Is that more or less current clients that you're working with that are going through that life change? You know, we work with a lot of divorcees. I work with a lot of women, actually. And, and you know, it's 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 unfortunate, but, you know, we live in a new age. But back back way when, I, it, you always had, you probably had one uh, one income household, right? So it's always, you know, the, the, the husband was the breadwinner, you know, the wife was the homemaker, she's taking care of the kids. So, you know, we, 
when we get the wife coming in, the first thing we need to do is we actually, we need to help them organize, right? So that's the first thing. The second thing is we have to educate them on what they currently are going to be receiving through the divorce uh, decree, right? So what they're going to get. And then we start talking about how we're going to manage it for them. So it's a, it's a really a three-step process, uh, not an easy process because they're emotionally distraught uh, because, you know, they're one, they're getting a divorce, but two, it's just very stressful going through that process with the attorneys. So our job is to, you know, keep them, you know, at bay as far as like their emotional part at bay, but also help them through the financial process of it. Gotcha. All right. How about an inheritance? We know that this can be a, a life-changing event. You know, the windfall of money could uh, really change the course of your financial future, but you know, it can also be a negative if you don't have a plan for it. Absolutely. Um, we see this all the time. Like we see this with uh, the next generation. So when a parent uh, passes away, uh, normally what we see is that they're passing over uh, a retirement plan. So what we we always recommend is, you know, just take advantage of, you know, the tax advantage accounts that, that are possible for these individuals. So we would open up what we, what we call an inherited IRA or a beneficiary IRA. So you want to take advantage of that. That's the first thing, because those are those are tax free transfers. They're not included in probate. So they transfer automatically. So you really want to take advantage of that. Now, the accounts that you need to look out for are obviously IRA, Roth IRA accounts, 401k, 403bs, 457 plans. So if you're a beneficiary of any of those plans, you want to talk to your financial advisor and you want to talk about how we can transfer this over, uh, you know, as quickly as possible. The other thing is that what we do get is if, uh, let's say, uh, you should, you shouldn't get, you know, any money during the inheritance or, you know, what you need to start thinking about is whatever you get, whether it's uh, a home or an antique, you want to make sure that, you know, you're, you and your attorney are working hand, hand by hand because, uh, you never want one, you never want to lend or gift any money, uh, to people before ensuring that, you know, your own financial security is actually is in check and isn't actually stable. And, you know, you want to make sure you don't want to leave any money in the bank, because what happens is a lot of that money then goes dormant. And then the state gets involved, they'll take the money, and then you got to go and you got to try to administrate that uh, through probate court and try to get that money. So you you don't want any inactive money out there, you want to make sure that you've, you don't miss anything out. And you want to make sure you're actually collecting, you know, potential interest opportunities that are out there for you. So really, those are the really two things that I would, um, you know, recommend if you're going to inherit some money, make sure you're talking to your financial advisor. And again, if you don't have one, please go out, get one or talk to us. We'd be more than happy to talk to you. All right. Got a couple more here, major life events. Uh, next one is becoming an empty nester. Um, this is obviously a, a life changer because, you know, your kids move out and you maybe have extra income, but also it might mean that you have college uh, finances to try to take care of. So what are you working through here, Spiros? You know, it's, uh, we, we see this a lot, especially uh, through, you know, with our 50 and 60 year olds, because their kids are, you know, f- they finish college, they're, they want to move out, you know, they want to go out on their own. And so now, you know, they have this tremendous big house that they have, and they're trying to figure out now how they're going to adjust, right? So they miss their kids, they, some of them, you know, believe it or not fall into some sort of depression. And, you know, we, we try to help them through that. But, you know, at the end of the day, what I do tell them really the best ways to actually transition into an empty nester lifestyle 
you know, I tell them, look, find something that you're passionate about. I mean, obviously people are probably still working, right? So that's, you know, one way that they can keep themselves active. You know, you want to make sure that, you know, you, you balance your, your rest and exercise, right? So I tell them, you know, join a gym. If you're not doing that, you know, just try and try to find some sort of outdoor activity that you can do. Uh, maybe plan some travel, right? You have time now. You don't have to worry about the kids and you can actually travel a little bit more. Take a look, take a long vacation. We call, or maybe a one day is stay vacation. I tell people, you know, to do again, now it's you and your spouse, right? So maybe you want to rekindle that romance, right? You just didn't have time <laughs> to do that when you had the kids, right? You're just so busy running around, taking them to all these different sporting activities or, mm-hmm. you know, doing things with the kids, right? Um, you know, and then, you know, the other thing is I, I, I tell, you know, clients that really miss their kids, right? Stay in touch with your kids, right? You know, try to, you know, maybe get involved with something that they're doing if they let you, right? I mean, a lot of these, uh, the the new generation, I mean, they're not as close to their parents. They're more independent. That could be a good thing, but it's not a good thing for or for an empty nester. Uh, and then, you know, if last thing, you have friends, right? You know, seek some support. You know, they probably are empty nesters too, or they maybe they've gone through it and they can maybe share some of their ideas and, you know, some of their, um, you know, things that they went through and, and how they were able to handle it. So, you know, those are the things I would say, you know, if you're an empty nester, these are the uh, six things that I would recommend. All right. Uh, last one here, maybe the toughest one to talk about is the death of a spouse. You know, we, you know, the divorce is hard, but obviously this is a different level of emotion and grief. And and I know during this process, the last thing you want to think about is money and, and, and how to pay for things and all these different decisions that come up. There's so many important ones that you have to go through. So I'm sure this is a, a spot where you really help out your clients. Absolutely. Especially our, our clients that are at that age where, you know, they're starting to think about, I know I'm not going to be here for a long time. So, you know, what are the things I need to start, you know, thinking about in case, you know, I go and, you know, just the sadness of them going through it, but they want to make sure that their, you know, their spouse knows what they need to do. And we give them a checklist. First thing you want to do is you want to contact your attorney. They're going to help you understand the process and what you need to go through. The other thing is, you know, where we come in is we, we help them contact Social Security, right? So they want to make sure that Social Security knows that their spouse is no longer here. There's a benefit there because if the surviving spouse, Social Security is, is, is lower, their payment is lower, and their spouse who passed away has a higher payment, well, the spouse is going to receive their Social Security. So it could be higher. So we want to make sure we take care of that with them. You know, you want to make sure that you locate your, your spouse's will. You want to have, you know, the estate documents that they, that they've done you want to have that together and you want to make sure that you review that uh, with your attorney uh, obviously notify your spouse's employer you got to let them know especially if if the spouse you know may have a, a pension or you know some a retirement plan there you got to let them know the other thing is that uh, we talk about is we want to make sure that you know, if, if they're a veteran, we deal with a lot of veterans. And unfortunately, as they get older, they obviously pass away. And so we, we work with their spouses. So we want to make sure we contact veteran administration. Uh, the other thing is that we talk about is we got to take a look at the insurance, right? We got to make sure that, you know, they understand that you're the beneficiary of the insurance policies, right? So if there's insurance policies out there or annuities out there, we have to give them a call. That's where we come in to help you out with that. The other thing is, you know, you got to start thinking about, you got to change that property title, right? So if you own a home and your spouse is on that deed, 
we got to make sure that, you know, we, we go to the county clerk's office or wherever you got to go. And we got to make sure that, you know, we make that we make that change as well. Bank accounts, investments, uh, we got to retitle all that, right? So all that has to be retitled. So if you have a joint account, we got to make sure that we, you know, transfer them into individual accounts. We look at, you know, the credit scores. We look at the credit repair, uh, make sure that your credit is, you know, the, the, the report is, you know, accurate. We got to let them know that your spouse no longer is there. Talk to your accountant. We have to talk about taxes, right? So as everyone may not know, or you may know, uh, when a spouse passes away, uh, you have to, you know, after a year, you're going to have to change your, your filing selection. How are you going to file, right? The other thing is you got to file the income tax return. Okay. And so those things could, you know, we're going to need your accountant and your CPA involved with that. And really the last thing is, you know, you got to discuss the next steps with your financial advisor, talk to your financial advisor. They should be involved. We're involved with our clients uh, from the beginning, you know, so we're not, we're not the last people that they're calling. We're actually the first people that they call and we help them through the whole process. We're in contact with the attorney. We're them. We're there with them throughout the step, you know, every step of the way uh, through this process. I had a client recently had a spouse that passed away two years ago and, you know, I actually went, you know, she's in New York. I live in Florida. I flew up there, went to the funeral, um, you know, helped her through, you know, the whole thing that she needed to do as far as, you know, making sure that, you know, everything was done the way her, her spouse, her husband wanted everything to be done and, and just to be there emotionally, just to be there for her. Right. Uh, and she really appreciate that. So, you know, get your financial advisor involved. Hopefully they're, they are involved and, uh, you know, again, this is not an easy situation, but you know, you get, you, you, unfortunately you're going to have to go through it and, uh, hopefully you have the right people around you. Yeah. That's what's key, right? Spiros having the right people around you to help you through these things. It's, you know, it's hard to do on your own in any case. And, and a financial advisor can be there to be support for you and to help you kind of think clearly through some of these key decisions that come up with this. So if you haven't uh, found one and, and built that relationship yet, great place to start the Athenian private client group. Uh, Spiros and his team uh, can help you out with that. So just go to the audibleadvisor.com. Great place to start. You can contact Spiros through that website, or you can call as well, 727-754-8418. But these are all such important uh, items, and you know you want to have someone on your side for each of these. So I'm glad you took us through these major life events. I know uh, we're probably all going to have to experience some of these, if not all of them at some point. So it's great to be prepared and kind of know what to be thinking about. So thank you for that. Yeah, no, absolutely, Ben. I, th- I think this this topic is really important, especially now uh, that you know we're seeing a lot of a lot of distress and you know people that are feeling uncomfortable out there. You know, again, now we're in the we're in the winter season, so people are start thinking about okay, you know, there's the flu, there's COVID, there's people start thinking about all this stuff, and I think this 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 would help them a lot, and hopefully they're having these conversations with their financial advisor. Absolutely. Well, we appreciate you listening to this episode of the Audible Advisor Podcast. Please hit subscribe on the show. I'll have a new one coming in a couple of weeks, and Spiros will talk to you then. Okay, great. Thank you, Ben. Have a wonderful day, everyone. Discussions in this show should not be construed as specific recommendations or investment advice. Always consult with your investment professional before making important investment decisions. Securities offered through Cambridge Investment Research, Inc., a registered broker-dealer member FINRA SIPC. Advisory services through Cambridge Investment Research Advisors, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Cambridge and Athenian Private Client Group are not affiliated.